Now then, how are you diddling? Excellent, me too. Thank you very much for asking. Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency. We're based in the UK and we help brands and businesses create visual content that truly makes them stand out on their social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, all that kind of stuff. We also do lots of other creative work with a lot of brands, a lot of businesses, taking them from the basic ideas all the way through to the production of the ideas and even the distribution as well if they need help on that. But a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that not necessarily every brand, every business had a budget to have content created on a regular basis. However, social media needs consistent content. You need to be putting stuff out on a regular basis. So how was I going to help people to do that? Well, I wrote a number one book called How to Nine Times Your Social Media. Like I say, it went to number one. Lots of people downloaded it, hopefully got some value from it. Uh, You can download it right now if you want to. It's completely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny during these crazy times. And it's available down in the description box on this podcast. But basically what it'll do is take you through the whole process that I created from all the way from planning right the way through from to podcast and everything else that goes in between because I wanted to try and help people create as much content as possible, get on that content creation journey. And that's what these podcasts are all about. So what are we going to talk about? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Do you need your content to be funny? to be successful on social media. So we're going to talk about that today. Also, as always, we'll be answering your questions. If you've got any questions at all, uh, stick them into the comments, whatever platform you're watching on. We're on uh, Periscope today, Twitter, YouTube, uh, three different pages on Facebook and also on Instagram Live as well. So if you've got any questions you want to ask, uh, stick them into the comments wherever you're watching and then I will do my best as possible to go through them today. Like I said, we've got a few questions have come in overnight. So um, we've got a few to go through anyway. A quick hello to uh, Wits and Business Services who've just joined us on Instagram Live. And uh, yeah, we're just here until we have uh, gone through the subject matter and gone through all the questions that uh, have come in and may come in over the next, whatever, 15, 20 minutes or so. So um, I think we're going to get started. You know who I am. You know what it is that I do. Um, I have that process, like I say. Um, if you want to know more about the process, by the way, you can either have a chat with me one-to-one or download my book. It's available in the section below on this piece of content, whether you're watching the video now, on the live, on the replay, listening to the podcast, wherever you're consuming this content, uh, go and download my book. The link is in the section below. It can get my book for free. It's a former number one book, so it must have some decent information in there. And uh, hopefully you can learn a little bit about the process that I go through uh, with my own content and also content that I create um, with other brands and businesses. Anyway, uh, so today, the reason I want to talk about this is because it's International Joke Day. Everybody loves a bit of joke. Everybody loves a bit of humor. And there are some platforms where humor and things like that work really, really well and actually probably work better than your average content. But there is a niche market for everybody on every platform. It doesn't matter what platform it is. Does funny content work better? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, it does. Of course it does. We all remember jokes. We might not remember the punchline sometimes, but we usually remember humorous and funny content. We're more likely to share humorous and funny content as well. 
it's just the way we are as humans. But we might share stuff that's valuable as well, but it's got to have some real value for the people we're going to share it with. Whereas a joke, you kind of hope everybody's going to get a joke. So you're more likely to share a joke. Does that mean all your content on social media has to be funny? No, of course it doesn't. If every piece of content or any content that you put out had to be funny, I will would be well and truly screwed because I'd have no audience because I'm not funny in any way, shape or form. Well, apart from my looks. But other than that, yeah, I'm not funny. So yeah, my content would have no audience whatsoever. But it's the value I give that brings the audience. So do you need to be funny in your content? Of course not. Everybody has a niche for their audience, whatever area of content it is that you're creating content in. Are you able to bring elements of humor into it that that niche will understand? Absolutely. Of course you can. And I'm sure everybody's capable of doing that. But is it essential for your content to be funny? No, not in any way, shape or form. You don't have to be funny on your content. Yes, it will help. It will help your content not necessarily be shared, but make it more engaging, allow people to potentially sit down for slightly longer to consume it. So if it is a, like a live video like this and you are a good presenter and you are humorous with the way that you put across what you've got to say, then people are going to be more engaged. They're not going to switch off halfway through what you've got to say. But it doesn't mean you have to be funny. As long as you're passionate, as long as you're giving value, as long as you actually care about what it is you're talking about, then the audience are likely to stay engaged because they're interested in that niche. They've come to watch your content for a reason. If you are an accountant, they've come to watch your content because they want to learn more about what it is you're talking about as an accountant. If you're a funnel mechanic, then they want to learn more about what it is that you've got to say about CRMs and funnels. If you are a social media expert, they want to come and listen to what it is that you've got to say about social media. They're not expecting it to be a laugh a minute. They don't think you're Peter K. They think you're the expert in the area of that they need some help. You're the voice of authority. So as long as you are able to talk with passion about the subject matter, then that's all that really matters. And talking about passion is is kind of almost another subject completely because the amount of people you see saying, well, I want to start a YouTube channel or I want to start a business, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what to talk about. Well, if you're just going to talk about something that you think is going to bring you an audience, then you're creating the wrong content. You need to be creating content about something that you give a shit about. I care about social media. I care about video. It's something I'm really passionate about. I care about audio. These are things that I've worked on and worked with for years. And so I have a true passion about them. And my passion, I hope, comes across in the content that I create. But also, most importantly, I want you to get value from it. I want to help you. I want to leave a legacy of people going, yeah, Simon is the guy who helped me build my brand on social media by telling me what to do for free. I, I just want to get you into that content creation process. So, yeah, you don't need to be funny. You just need to give value. You need to be passionate about what it is you're talking about. If you're not passionate, then the audience can tell. They can tell you're bored. They can tell you're not really interested about it. Um, and you eventually get found out sometimes faster than other times, but you do eventually get found out. So be passionate about what it is you're talking about. Give the value. Talk to your niche. Do you have to be funny? No. So even though it's International Joke Day, don't assume you have to make every piece of content filled with a joke or filled with humor. Um, just make sure that you're giving the value that you normally give. Can you tie content back into International Joke Day? Hopefully so. I just have done. 
So maybe you can do as well with your content. A quick hello to Ricky Long, who's just joined us. Um, Les Mills, trainer extraordinaire uh, from Ireland, lives in Scotland. Uh, top bloke. Um, anyway, right, where are we? We are going to be answering some of your questions uh, this morning, whatever platform you're on. Um, I know that was just a short piece about humor, but it's not important in content. It really isn't. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any other way of putting it. Um, you don't have to be funny. Um, so we're going to go on to your questions now. I'm going to answer a couple of the questions that have come through. Whatever platform you're watching on, if you have a question about social media, about branding, about business that you need some help with right now, maybe you're struggling trying to get the word out there about what it is that you do. Um, maybe you are in this situation like so many people are where you're not making any money right now because things are shit and you really want to try and get the word out about what it is that you do drop a question into the comments right now i'll try and help as best as i possibly can do doesn't matter what platform you're on stick them in the comments i will answer them so whether you're on periscope twitter youtube facebook instagram wherever you are stick them in we'll do our best okay uh, first question, though, that came through on email last night uh, was from Karen, who runs a women's shoe company, and she's asking, where should I be putting my efforts on social media? Okay, I'm going to take it right back to step one. This is something I've spoken about a lot over the last, how many weeks is it, 12 weeks of doing these live broadcasts now, um, 10 weeks of doing them every single day. You need to know your avatar. Who is your ideal customer? Yes, it's women, but is it younger women? Is it older women? Is it women who do sports? What I don't know, but you need to know who your avatar is. If you don't know who your ideal customer is, then you're going to really struggle to create content that appeals to them. You can make female-friendly content, absolutely, but is it going to appeal to your audience? Is Sylvia, who's 82, going to see your content, but Jane, who's 22, be your ideal customer, but never see your content. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You don't want the wrong people sharing your content because it will go to their audience and their audience will see it and they're not the right customer. If you're talking to the right people, they will get to see it, they will get to consume your content and they will share it with their audience as well. So you want the right people to see your content. So you have to understand who your avatar is. Who is that ideal customer? Who is she? How old is she? Where in the world is she? You might be a, a, a geographic company. I don't know. You might be worldwide or you might be consuming uh, giving shoes out to people who come to you locally into a particular store. I don't know, but you need to know that. Do they have children? Do they have any hobbies? All these types of things are important for the content you're going to create. Then you can create content that's specific to them. And in my mindset, look at putting about 75 to 80% of the effort of your content out onto one particular platform. Then the rest of the platforms you create content for as well. Always remove the friction. But you need to put more effort into one particular platform because that's where the audience is hanging out. That's where they're going to likely to spend money. So make sure you're putting content out on that one particular channel. For what you do, it's going to be visual stuff. I would imagine video or photographic, depending on what kind of um, shoes you're selling. But to be honest, video would relate itself to all sorts of different content. Pinterest is a great place for um, buying products. A lot of people will buy a product because they've seen it on Pinterest. The Products had a text overlay because it's got the price on it. They're more likely to buy from that than actually go back to the other links that they've seen and buy from those links. So 
Pinterest is a great place. Instagram, obviously, you've got Instagram stores now, so people can buy from an Instagram store, uh, linking through to Etsy and things like that. So Instagram, obviously, again, a great place. Facebook, you can put a store on your page, all that kind of stuff. So you need to know where your audience is going to be hanging out first. But anywhere visual, I would definitely be looking to put content. Um, if you're a shoe company, depending on the types of shoes you're selling, LinkedIn may be not the perfect place to be, but still be putting content out on LinkedIn, um, whatever it might be. I, I don't know what kind of shoes you're selling, unfortunately. But if it's like professional shoes, then there's a lot of professional females on LinkedIn who want shoes to wear. So, yeah, um, I, I, I think that's probably the best answer I can give you, Karen, without really deep diving into your business. If you want to know more, we can always do that. Uh, drop me a line. Uh, my email address, I'll put it across the bottom of the screen right now. Uh, so you can drop me an email and uh, I'll do my best to uh, try and help you as much as I possibly can do. Um, Alan Spicer um, from uh, the live broadcast we did a few weeks ago, he's asking, who do you watch to grow on YouTube? Um, for me, I actually watch Alan Spicer. Um, great content um, and really on the button with understanding how content creation works and so on and so forth and how the back end of YouTube works. Um, and we're going to get Alan back on again fairly soon and talk more about the back end stuff a little bit and some of the other questions that have come in uh, over the last few weeks since the last broadcast with Alan. But yes, I watch Alan Spicer um, to find out more about uh, YouTube. You can go follow him on Twitter under that username on the screen right now. Um, and then you can go find all his other content as well. I also um, check out Tim, Tim Schmoyer as well to just be a little bit even played field. Um, Tim Schmeyer as well is, is another um, expert in the field of YouTube, and um, I love both their types of content. Probably prefer Alan's over Tim's, and I met Tim a few years ago at VidCon before he was like a, a kind of like a YouTube guru, really nice guy. Um, but yes, yeah, so Tim and Alan, um, Tim Allen, there you go, there's a name from the past. Um, but Tim and Alan, uh, they're the content that I watch to uh, help me grow on YouTube. Um, we can always learn new things. Last time I had Alan on, um, I learned all about timestamps and how they're working now on YouTube. So yeah, there's always new stuff to learn. These past these platforms are consistently changing. They're always confusing. Um, so you need to keep your ear to the ground. And sometimes it's easier to consume somebody else's content who's keeping their ear to the ground rather than doing it yourself. Um, so yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, on to the next question. Um, coming through from Jonathan who said, I run a business and I've been told I should have a video for my website. Is this right? No, Jonathan, it is not right. You do not always have to have a video for your website. It is a nice to have sometimes though. So the reason I say this, and this is going to sound weird coming from a video company, no, you don't need a video for your website. The reason I say this is because, especially when you're start starting out, you'll have so many people trying to sell you different things. And video is one of the things that I saw when I first started out in business. Everybody's saying, you must have a video for your website. And the pitch was always, you must have video because if you put it on your website, it'll increase your SEO, it'll increase your dwell times and increase your conversion rates. And so people would get a video made for their website and it would do nothing, literally nothing. It would just sit on their website, get no views because nobody's visiting the website. And so no views because nobody's visiting. Dwell times obviously don't then go up. It's not really done anything with their SEO because they've not done it right. And there's no conversion rate because 
there's nobody coming. So do you need a video on your website? No. What you need is an agency like us or anybody local to you, somebody honest who's going to come in and sit you down and say to you, why do you think you need a video for your website? How is How well is your website performing? Because if you don't know how well your website's performing, how do you know you need a video on your website? Because, yes, a video on your website will cause people to stay there longer, will increase dwell times, will increase conversion rates, will help your SEO if it's put together correctly, but it will do none of those things if you're not getting the visitors in the first place. So if your website's getting a lot of visitors and there's a very high bounce rate, which means people are bouncing off your website really, really quickly, coming away from your website, reading one page, getting away from it, they don't want to consume anything else, then a video on your website could potentially be the answer for your brand and for your business because it will help them understand more about what it is that you do and hopefully then search further into the into the website and maybe make some purchases or read more about you and share some content. But if what you're selling is on your website and is selling well or your service is selling well through your website, why would you want more people coming to your website to stay longer, to convert long, because they're already doing that. What you need is more people coming to your website from elsewhere. So you need content elsewhere to draw them into your website. Don't get me wrong, having a video on your website is great, but is it the most important place to start with video content? Not always, not necessarily. If your website is already performing, you need to be looking for content elsewhere, potentially in a video format, usually in a visual format of some type, be it photographic, cinemagraphic, video, three GIFs, cinemagraphs, whatever. But you might need content elsewhere to draw people to the website because the website is already converting them. People are landing on the website going, that's what I want. Click, buy, done. If that's the case, you need a, an agency who's going to sit down with you and really help you come up with a creative for content elsewhere. You need a marketing plan and a creative plan for your content across your social media rather than a video on your website. Don't get me wrong. Like I say, a video on your website eventually is a really nice thing to have and it will, will help. But right now, for most people, it's like I'm starting out or I'm, I'm making money from a website. I want to make more money from a website. Don't necessarily listen to everybody who tells you you must have a video on your website. It's not essential. Having more people coming to your website is the important thing if you're already converting the leads again. If you're not converting the leads, then you need to try and think about video for your website because those people are coming to your website and going, nah, and leaving straight away. But if they're coming and going, yep, I'll buy that mouse, you don't need them to stay on the website any longer. They're already there long enough to make a purchase. You need to get them onto the website. Okay, hopefully I've answered both those questions. Let's have a quick look, see if we've got any more questions that have uh, come back. Oh, here we go. Um, from Alan, this is a good question. If you could travel back in time and give yourself, your rookie self, three tips, what would they be? If I could go back to when I first started YouTube, when there was a really high potential of generally been making it your living, I would say, uh, <laughs> and these are things that probably Alan and I have both done, I would say don't do sub for sub, um, which back in the day when I first started, and I'm looking a long time ago, uh, very close to when YouTube first came around, um, don't sub for sub, but then sub for sub was such a th was a, was a thing 
um, but because nobody really understood the algorithms and stuff like that back then, and nobody really understood how YouTube worked. Um, so yeah, don't do sub for sub. Stop doing that. Just build an audience of people who give a shit about what I've got to say. Um, I would probably tell myself to vlog as an extra and do this type of content because it's stuff that I, I've spoken about for years and years and years and years um, because I think talking about social media back then would have really built a presence. So I would probably tell myself to do that. Um, and I would tell myself not to worry about the views. You do, when you first start, you get caught up in vanity metrics. You get worried about how many views your content's getting and you get worried about how many people are subscribing. Um, and, and, and I used to know people who, <laughs> to get more views, would just keep refreshing the video that they've just created because at the time YouTube wasn't intelligent enough to recognize a view from the same IP um, coming too quickly. So they would just like let the video start, play five seconds, <laughs> F5, and re refresh the screen and do and just keep doing that. Not something I ever did, but I've known people who did that as well. Um, but yeah, hopefully that answers your question, Alan. Um, but yeah, um, we, we learn from our mistakes. We um, and and that's just the way it is. But um, I'm, I've been very fortunate to learn from my own mistakes as we've gone along, and um, and yeah, my YouTube channel's probably got quite a skew with uh, audience because I used to do Slovakian content and I used to mix things up. And yeah, it's um, there's there's probably way more than three tips, but those are the three I'd probably start with. Okay, um, right. I'm going to uh, disappear. I think 21 minutes. We've answered your questions. Uh, we've had a good time. We've talked about humour. Um, what more? What more could you possibly want other than now to go and enjoy your Wednesday? Create some content. Don't worry about it being funny. And uh, yeah, have fun creating it rather than it being funny. Until Friday, I'm still getting used to saying this, but until Friday, um, stay safe. Have a good rest of your week. Um, if you are brand new to this content, whether you're watching live right now on the replay, listen to the podcast, please hit subscribe, leave a review if you listen to the podcast, that would be amazing as well. Um, and don't forget as well, you can share this content. If you've got any value from it, hopefully your audience may get some value as well. If you know anybody else who's trying to build a brand, build a business through social media, share this content with them. Get more people con like coming into the, the, the fold. Get more people consuming this content whenever they consume it. That would be awesome. We can get more questions in, answer more stuff, get more help out there, um, and that's what this is all about. Anyway, thanks for watching. If um, That's about it, I think, really. There's nothing else? No? Good? Cool. Okay, have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I will catch you on Friday. Stay safe. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.